What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bonsai Chat, and we are continuing our spooky Halloween theme haunted house bonsai bunker edition of the Bonsai Chat. And of course, I'm here with my good buddy, DJ Grant. It's nice to be here. <laughs> yeah. You, you weren't scared of all the uh, hanging uh, spiders and uh, bats and stuff I have in my house? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I just keep those up all year, right? So, yeah. So uh, we're getting back because last time we talked about just like all horror, everything. You know, we were talking about horror TV, movies, video games, and all that good stuff. But we're taking back to more of like a centralized kind of topic of Until Dawn and Remother, which are two video games that actually have a lot of similarities to that. So. Um, yeah, I'm excited about this topic. How about you? Yeah. Can I bring one thing up from last time, though? That yeah, I forgot please. to say. Do you, were you old enough to remember Sir Graves Gasly and The Ghoul? This the is Detroit ghoul. TV. No, no, I can't. Oh, get... my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. I should have <laughs> brought it up. Sir Graves is on Channel 2 and The Ghoul is on Channel 20. The Ghoul sounds more familiar. Maybe I... Might have heard he used to do a thing something. where he was upside down, his tongue would, you know, it was kind of really weird. But he would, they're both um, horror um, movie introductions or those shows. You know? Okay. But I guess I should have brought it up because you didn't, you're not too familiar with it. So sorry. No, no, it's cool. Hey, anything. It shows my age. From our, well, anything from our hometown that like, had, you know, and especially with Detroit, they do have a lot of like horror culture in there, you know, with, um, I think we might have brought it up, but like Evil Dead and all that was filmed in Michigan and all that stuff. But uh, uh, speaking of corrections, the one thing I stumped that I didn't even bother to edit during the last podcast, but Ridley Scott is the person that made Alien that I could not think oh. of the freaking name. And I'm like, ah, just haunted my dreams. I didn't think of it either. So we both, <laughs> we both screwed up on that one. It's okay. That's why I'm glad we could, uh, you know, say it on this podcast. So, all right. So, yeah, we are going to kind of cross examine both these games since um, it's kind of weird how we played them, more or less, since uh, <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation aren't the best of friends. You know, we have no, to. No, PlayStation is stingy. It's just all there is to it. Yeah. And, you know, we had to use some uh, YouTube magic of, you know, not really playing the game, but uh, but these games are more or less vision kind of things, and like uh, you know, they're movies basically that you can play. And um, yeah, I'm just you know really I want to you know hear DJ's side on Remother since I didn't really experience the way you should, and I guess vice versa, right? Sure, but you made me do something that I constantly complained at my daughter Autumn for because she always watches other people play games. I just say to her, I don't understand that. I yeah. want to play it. And then I had to watch one. So you forced me into it. The thing with that is I don't mind watching games. Like I don't do it a lot because I'm with you. I'd rather play it or experience it in that way. But I don't like commentary for them. And most people watch Let's Plays for um, certain like influencers or like other people that like that's the thing that they do. And they just comment on it because it's I guess you could say it's like a mystery science theater type esque, which isn't it's not it's not dumb. But I just think every game that I'm going to watch, I want to like really understand it. So I don't want someone being like saying dick and fart jokes through the whole thing, you know, <laughs> so like I only would watch use YouTube for when I would get stuck and I would only do that when I was actually stuck. I couldn't figure it out, yeah. you know, so then I would go to YouTube and I watch a snippet and then I go back and play the game until this time. I never sat down and watched an entire game before. My daughter did it all the time and I was, how can you do that? Yeah. Well, now I know how it's way more common now. And, yeah, uh, it's a definitely a generational thing. Yeah, when I was growing up, there was no computer or YouTube, so. But you know, there's game guides and things like that, which are different. But because you're not going to read a game guide and get the same experience, even from like a Nintendo. Oh, to, I totally agree. If if I had a choice between the two, I would watch it. I would much rather watch yeah. it than have the game guide. But I mean, it depends on what you have. And I just think the in resources. these cases, though, where 
the games that we're playing are just like cinematic, basically. Oh, especially Until Dawn. That mm-hmm. was a movie. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, there's no skill. I mean, you can't be like the best re-mother player, best Until Dawn player. There are ways to do things in the games, but there's no skill to them, honestly. And there are a bunch of different games like this. You know, there's uh, Life is Strange, which is a really good... The, these like interactive movie, you know... And they're basically movies. There's long ass movies, <laughs> and uh, I-, I like them a lot because they even go back from like the Sega CD days. If you remember, did you ever have a Sega CD or play on one of those? I had Sega, but all I played was like Sonic and sports games, so it really never got into those type of games. Well, Sega CD was a a game. Uh, it was like an attachment you had to get for your Sega. Cause okay, it played, I never did uh, that. No, I never had that. It was like kind of like before the playstation so it was getting to um you know just more advanced type games and like 3d and all that stuff but they had this thing of like interaction like there were basically like pc games where you could like point and click and like do all this stuff they you didn't play the game there was no again skill it was just choose your own adventure type stuff and um there's like a famous game called night trap that's Kind of like Is that, the, that really bad one that got a bad rap. And oh everything? yeah, there was like Wasn't some it allegations. Was in that movie that we saw that you, we watched? Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, and yes. There were some allegations towards it and all that stuff because of there was like a scene, you know, obviously where BS they attack allegations. Yes, exactly. And that's what's funny because even with these games now, even until done, that does a lot of the tropes of you know young teens, you know, especially in the horror movie genre, like you know getting feisty and all that stuff it's okay but they're obviously not real even though they're modeled after real people and night trap just did that with you know real actors since they didn't have such thing as motion capture but it's just you know yeah teach his own like funny kind of um not not funny in the sense but it's just showing the difference between times and it's like if you look back it's like they definitely didn't know what they were doing then and they know what they're doing now so um but those games these games go that far back to like you know like sega to nintendo era more or less not nintendo but like pc and stuff like that and um yeah it's just cool when games can hit these very well which is these are two really good examples until dawn remother which I never knew until we talked about this for this episode. So, you know, I have to thank you for that. Well, the only reason I even played it myself was because it was third person. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want, that's the reason I'm I'm not into horror games. I'm, yeah. I'm, this is actually the only horror game I've ever played, and it was third person. And I said, okay, I'll throw the 20 bucks down. That's all it cost at the time, and I did it, and it wasn't that bad. Maybe it was 30 bucks, but the point is it was only because it was third person. Yeah, no, it's... Definitely seem worth that kind of price too, and um, you know, worth the time. So, well, it was. I mean, it was, it wasn't as scary as it was startling. I mean, because you and it would make your heart race because you would have to hide and and wait for certain things to happen. I guess I'll get more when we start talking about it. But I mean, that was the basic of what it was. Just more startling than scary. Yeah, and that's where these two like hold a lot of similarities with. You are still playing the game, but in these very little senses, you know, and you're just basically, again, pointing and clicking to these right directions and stuff like that. So why don't we just cut to the chase and... Uh, hey, the rush song. Oh, right. right. There you go. And I didn't even plan that. So, <laughs> But, yeah, we'll get into the breakdown with that. Well, so speaking you, of breakdowns, there's a big one in Remothered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and until done. I mean, uh, yeah, I guess it was too. Yeah, yeah. Both are uh, and mental illness. That I was, I was put that down for like my notes and stuff. They, and I think with like horror stuff, if it doesn't get too much into the unknown, we should say, and like you know, monsters and you know, just craziness it, it usually comes down to like somebody that's just not right in the head right well at least in um I, I took a in college i took a psychology of film class and final destiny you remember 
Final, Final Destination. Final Destination, the very, very first one. Yeah. We had to do that one, and and the teacher kind of taught us that those these films are not about slash them up, um, kill. There are, yeah. There are other monsters, and I saw the same exact monster come out in, in the Until Dawn game, and I guess the same monster comes out in Remothered as well. There, the two monsters mostly in horror films are mental illness, there's a monster, and sex. Because mm-hmm. if you watch Final Destination, it's a couple times. Every time the, the monster would attack, it was right after some kind of sexual situation. So the monster was sex. And you kind of got that little bit of that in, in Until Dawn, too. Not Absolutely not in, in Remothered. But the mental illness part of it, there's the monster oh, yeah, that was totally. in both of them. Yeah. And, you know, you're right. And there is that thing, you know, even if it's like a trope from uh, Halloween and uh, Friday the 13th and stuff like that. But it's not like Jason or Michael were going after people that were having a good time. <laughs> but the whole thing that the the nights of these movies wrapped up and these people that are basically causing sin are going to get killed. And they obviously, you know, it's like, in uh, Scream, and they talk about this in a lot of horror movie, you know, um, I guess rules, you would say, where it's like if they're going to have sex, like, you're going to die. You but know? that's the monster. That's the point. Exactly. The sex is it's, the monster. It's very, yeah, it's the philosophy of that and all that stuff, and that's why there's, you know, the the main character, if it's, you know, a final girl or something like that, usually is a virgin. And, um, yeah, and, and they both, you know, again, remother, not really, but play – and those same things with that in their own ways. And, you know, with, uh, how were you like first, like introduced to like remother though, since this doesn't seem to be too much in your wheelhouse. Like, it's from, not like I, yeah. I saw it on, they advertised it on the Xbox. Okay. And I made sure it was third person. And once I knew it was third person, I said, well, cause at this time I was, I go through these things where I play a game and then I, I just don't have a game to play that's either interesting or in third person. Yeah. And I, I was in one of those gaps and I thought, well, okay, here's a third person game. It's not too expensive, even though it's horror. Uh, let's try, let's check this out. And it wasn't that bad. I mean, it, I don't know if I would have paid 60 bucks for it, but no, it was definitely not. Yeah. I would not pay 60 for this game. <laughs> yeah. But it was, but it's not a, it's not, I mean, they even would know. I mean, you could probably talk to the people and, they wouldn't want to charge their people like their customers for this. There's not that much game. And is there more to this after since again, we should have said this in our rambling before, but we're going to spoil the fuck out of all this stuff. So, well, there is a sequel. There's a second yeah. mother game. Now I have no, it's a porcelain something. I forget mm-hmm. what it was, yeah. but I have no idea how the, there is a connection. If there is one, if it's actual sequel or just the same damn name, uh, I don't know, but I mean, I might check it out when it comes out. We'll see. Because this is where I had to give you some shit about this because you made me play. Well, I didn't play it, but you made me watch a game about my daughter's name is in it, you know, and she's gone. <laughs> she's kidnapped. But I think the, the DLC or the uh, sequel to it is about Celeste and the girl, you know, the daughter missing throughout this game. And that never gets resolved in this. So I think that's what. The, uh, the porcelain well, not or definitively whatever. resolved because it it makes you feel like she did come back or she didn't come back. You just really don't know. There was no definitive answer to it in the game. So. Yeah, it's like is Jennifer isn't that or was I thought Jennifer? I guess we got to explain the damn game. Yeah. So explain as like coming into Remother, like what is this game? You mean storylines? Yeah, yeah. As? Like how how you? It's about a woman who goes to this house it's more like a mansion a creepy scary dark mansion that always is expanding as you get into it and you're like jesus christ like i only thought they had four rooms and they have a entire oh, many basement. floors yeah. including the damn elevator in this yes yeah. <laughs> so yeah it, it, it was a and there was a you even go sometime in the game into the uh, sewer system of yep. it so it's, it's a pretty big it's place big place yeah. but she goes on the pretense of being um a a doctor i think it was if i'm right or a nurse at a hospital and but then i you find out in the storyline that she could have been a reporter and then you find out later she wasn't even that she was totally something different at the end of the game but she goes in she uh introduces herself to the uh 
the, caretaker, the, nurse. Well, the nurse uh, caretaker opens the door and lets her in, but the, the the main reason she was there was to see the old man. And she gets she gets into the old to the to see him one of false pretenses, and then just badgers him about stuff that wasn't true about the disappearance of his of his daughter, thinking that he was involved in it and all that. She ends up getting kicked out because the caretaker comes back in and and basically says, "I checked in on it." And she has nothing to do with with the hospital, which made me suspicious of her right then. And then. Yeah, oh, you see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I. Uh, Where are you going? <laughs> yes. Why do you care? Yeah. You're just a nurse, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, uh, she uh gets kicked out, and then the that nurse intentionally leaves a key behind for her, which I mean, there's another big clue because why would you intentionally kick someone out and then intentionally leave the key behind unless she actually thought that she would die before she got back in the morning. That's a, that's a possibility, but I don't think so. I think she just was more than what she was admitting to be. So she gets she takes the key, gets back into the um to the mansion, and then when she's in, she's locked in for the night. There's no getting back out. And uh the the mansion is dark. I mean, in fact, the only light you you really see are the candles and candles in the stairwells, you know, on the corners. And um, and uh, the flashing from the lightning outside, so that's really the only light you see. And then when you finally see the old man who she originally um, ran into and had a little interview with, he's a creepy, creepy dude wearing nothing but a butcher's apron yeah. and has a sickle, and he's. Butt naked. Yeah. And you see his ass. <laughs> the most all terrifying the time. thing you first see is a old man's butt. <laughs> Until you find out he's not really she, uh, she's not uh, a yeah. old man. Then I'm like, true. well, maybe I shouldn't have been so offended. <laughs> I mean, you know? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But um See, there's a replay right there, you know. <laughs> it's true. It's but the the basics of the game, at least in this part of it, it's uh, uh even in, throughout the whole thing it's a cat and mouse game. Yeah. You have to hide from the old man for the first part of the game. You do that by hiding in, in closets, hiding underneath um, sofas, behind like partial wall partitions. They're not even true partitions. I you mean, don't have a bazooka or a shotgun or like nothing. You know. <laughs> she, well, no, she can pick up weapons along the way, and also, I mean, weapons are like a knife or something like that. Yeah, they're yeah. distractions or something. Well, like no, that. there were also distractions where she could throw it, and then because if he was chasing you, throw it. He'd hear the noise on the other side of the room. He'd turn that way, and then she or you could get away and go in a different direction. Yeah. So it was pure cat and mouse. But then that escalated into uh, a red nun shows. Well, first she finds his his wife is supposed to be upstairs, in um, and playing music, and she goes in and discovers that his wife has been long dead. I mean, yeah, she was damn near mon- mummified, <laughs> yeah, but not playing exactly. <laughs> and, she was not turning that uh, um, the album around. I was just gonna say <laughs> the old Victrola. I yeah, mean, that was an old fashioned. Um, I like that scene too, where and it like starts skipping, and he's like, "We'll get the new uh, thing that everyone else is getting." Like, because I mean, the game's not even that old. It's only what came out. I think only like a couple years yeah, it was ago. A couple years yeah. ago. I don't even know what year this is set in. I truly don't. True. Yeah, they they keep that pretty vague. So yeah. So and so the new thing could it be? Uh, a new stereo, or could it be a CD player? Yeah. You know, freaking or a know. cell phone, because yes. you know, even the main character doesn't even have that. Digital, so, so yes. No, it could be. I, based on what it looks like, it probably is the 80s, but that's just a guess on my part. I truly I, yeah, don't it doesn't know really what matter. it is. And I think it's just one of those where it's you're stuck in that environment, so it doesn't matter what you bring in, even... You know, even if she did have a cell phone and all that, it's not going to, that's not the point of the story. It's the point of like the cat and mouse stuff and um, being well, the, that scared. The gameplay of it, the part I found frustrating is figuring out all these things you needed to do. Like you had to like go into the tub and get a little key that was in the tub and it ends up falling down the drain and you got to go to another gate. And putting that all together was really difficult for me. And I had, several times to go online just to figure out what the hell am I doing here because it was just I couldn't figure it out for a lot of them and um but other than that I mean you'd get scared when he'd come along and you'd have to hide and my heart was racing on that so it, it did it really do some did something to me as far as that goes and then 
he would come sometimes you wouldn't you'd be go, slowly going around the mansion trying to figure this out and then all of a sudden he'd show up and, it, and the screen would flash and your heart start racing again so those little parts were exciting but as far as the story goes um a red nun shows up and to me that was the scariest if you want to if any were scary that nun was the scariest of them all but when it came to be, I'm like, how the hell is this damn nun getting this mansion? I'm yeah. <laughs> creeping around all the time, and I can, I, you know, being quiet, and then all of a sudden this nun shows up. Yeah, you have a naked person with a sickle after you, and then you're like, what the hell is yes. coming out of the left corner here? You know? Yes, and then this nun shows up, and then Which I mean, I would say her design is really interesting, and remind me of the flying nun back in with uh, Sally Field. Oh, you probably, you're probably too damn young to know the flying <laughs> nun, are you? I know what the flying nun is, but I mean, you're probably thinking of it more refreshed than I am. I'm, I can't think of it in my head, but I mean, it's like she almost has like a a curtain over her head. Yeah, it's like a mask, I guess. I no, mean, it, it is. It was. It definitely was a mask. To, oh, it. Part of me thinks it was the. In a way, it was the nun, but then it. I mean, not the nun. The, uh, the the nurse. Yeah. But it probably wasn't. I mean, it's just me. Did you ever see uh, Pan's Labyrinth or um, um, what's the guy's name that made those movies? Uh, uh, Demiro Gel Toro, I think that's his name. He he he's, he makes all these like they're not like technically like scary movies, but his the way he designs did. Uh, were you a big fan of um, uh, Hellboy? Did you ever see those? Oh yeah, I watched Hellboy. Did you see the second one? Are you talking one the original, the Ron Perlman ones? Yes. Yes, yes. The second Hellboy, he designed all the, like, all the prosthetic and all, like, the elves and, like, you know, even even the person at the end that I think held time or whatever. We won't get in that movie, but he makes all, like, the, um, like, the makeup and stuff. So, like, all the people, the way they looked in the second uh, Hellboy reminded me a lot of that nun. Yeah, that, like, he, it does. He could have, like, designed that. In, in like a live action sequence. The only thing that made me think of the flying nun is the way the the top went out. Cause the, yeah, the, the yeah. The flying nun, it went way out. Yeah. And that's what made me think it was. Now you're right. She did have her face covered. So then that was not on the flying nun. But I, I think that was more for effect. You know, the scary thing. Not it's a cool design. Was, I just like that. So. And I've never. I was raised in the Catholic house. My aunt is a Roman Catholic nun. I never saw a nun wear red. Yeah, and not that's yeah once. breaks the mold. It's like it's, what? It's, it's like. A, you you don't think it should be called a nun, but that's what they say. Well, it, it turns so. out to be it was a separate order, or, and it had to have been made up because I'd never heard of this order. Maybe it was real. I don't know because there are certain sects that I don't know about. I'm ignorant of, but it was just different for me. And then this this nun shows up, and you're you're doing the same thing with the nun that you're doing with that you did with the old man, old man, old woman, whatever the hell he was. The he, old person, she, yeah, the old person. <laughs> Um, but you're hiding and you're, you're you're creeping around the house. But the only difference is the the old person was scared of the nun too. Yeah. So he would run away, and that would at least give you a chance to only only be running, basically hiding from one person instead of two at the time, because they're both loose in the uh, in the mansion. And then the story goes, and you find out that, and this is the old person part, where you find out that the old old person was mentally ill because his father um she he she he was born a, a girl and the, his father made him dress and act as a as a man as a boy and that caused him some severe mental distress to say the least it turned him into a crazy person and uh so you find that out and then you she has to go up into the attic and that's where you confront Jennifer. Yeah. And but that that I think that was the old man dressed as Jennifer. I never even think that that was yeah, actually I Jennifer. Yeah. I think you're right because it's like some of the stuff that I was like looking up for it. I think it was like that's where they say the psycho reference comes in that he was yeah. not only With playing Bates, two genders, yes. but he was playing um his daughter. See there's the part that really I couldn't I didn't know if he was actually Jennifer and then the father made him become who he was and he was just going back to what he actually originally was or I didn't know if this Jennifer was a made up person in his yeah. head I, I I don't know about that one I guess if I paid more attention to the storyline you can figure that one out but I don't know which what it is all I know is it was the old man playing Jennifer yeah. which could have been him 
And then the story goes along. He helps her to discover a room, which that's part of it didn't make sense, or or a, a part of the mansion that was blocked off in the in the first part of the game. And that There's part always did, something blocked off. Yeah, isn't that weird? If you had a house, even I get, I I couldn't only imagine to have a mansion size house, but there was just a section of my house that I'm like oh. You don't go there. Well, <laughs> I, I definitely would have a safe room if I had a mansion. However, that's you know that's a different thing of just like don't go in there, guest, because there's my private shit. Yes. But there's like well, well, again, like you don't go. Well, you know, even before like, that part, the part where you find Jennifer, that was creepy because all creepy. the dolls that were or mannequins yeah. that were all over the place. I mean, that that was very creepy. And yeah, dolls and like the bug stuff really creeped me out too. Because I, I well, because a mannequin counts a doll for you, because they were mannequins. Yeah, well, you know, like that whole just like blank slate. You know, yeah. they could be anything kind of thing. And yeah, it's not a toy and like stuff like that. And like all the moss and whatever they are. That well, the were moss finer. were connected to the plot exactly but it's it's still anything like bug related that's gross because you know it's <laughs> well obviously the house wasn't she well was taken dead care too of. the uh, that all the yeah. moss that were in that too so yeah. but once again those moss were still connected to the plot but um jennifer for some unknown reason tells the the protagonist that there's a hidden place and she has to go to this hidden place and if i'm not mistaken that's where she find falls down to the to the um sewer system and has to go through that and when she comes out of it she doesn't ever look like she walked through sewer sewage and she's I mean, wearing like a skirt and everything. Yes. it's like yeah. I don't know. You're right. <laughs> I, okay. Uh, yeah, but you, you would you be stinky? I'm kind of like, well, man, I smell now. That's what I would be thinking, but never ever did that. Um, and then eventually the uh, the um, original nurse comes back. I mean, I'm cutting through a lot of it here, but the original nurse comes back, and it's discovered that the nurse and the nun are connected because they're part of the order that the original mansion was like a plantation and and the chemicals they were using ran into the the plantation i mean to the the, the my aunt was a nun i can't remember what it's monastery called the, well or... that's for, for but what okay let's call it a monastery but it's the church the, or whatever where the nuns were yeah. and there's a special name for it i know i was like it just that's why i went with monastery <laughs> but it doesn't matter yeah. okay let's, we'll call it a church and um, sorry god <laughs> but uh, i'm not sorry my aunt she kicked my ass she found out <laughs> yeah. but um it basically it poisoned the the church and so it caused all the everyone all the nuns died except this one particular nun, and that was the nun that came back to the mansion and was chasing you in that cat and mouse chase in it. But then it turns out after the another cat and mouse with that um, nurse caretaker, it turns out that she was also in that church monastery order. I know, there we call it. And she was in that order. It was funny that we covered a show called The... <laughs> Well, it's warrior nun, but I mean, that's, you know, it's true. It was called the order. That was like their health. Thing. It's true. They're awesome podcasters. Let's just say that. But uh, <laughs> I like to think so. But uh, through the the plot, she falls, the, the nun ends up falling out of the window because she gets blinded by the uh, the protagonist. And then she, well, well, goes, she stabs her eyes out. Well, <laughs> blinded. True, <laughs> but it's funny because like the light was hurting her eyes, and then she's like, "To solve this, I'm just going to rip, rip my, my eyes, eyes out, out with yes. the glass." It's like, oh my god, what a what a but psycho! That's true mental illness. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it I really mean, was. that's as psycho as it gets. You well, know? The, the definition of insane, the clinical definition, is that you're willing to hurt yourself. Okay, and so she hurt herself, so that she was clinically insane. So she falls out the window, and in her dying monologue, she basically, this is when I find out that the protagonist was also part of that um, monastery order or whatever. Yeah. And so there were all nuns, all interrelated, and that's why she was there in the first place. So that kind of ties the whole story in, except the moss were also created by whatever chemicals that the uh, mansion was using. And so the, it, it, all of that is all tied in. So there's a quick summary for you. I mean, that is the game. I mean, from even the Let's Play that I watched and all that, that's how it goes. And 
the cat and mouse thing is really just what you're missing out if you're not playing it, which is cool because I watched a lot of like the death stuff and it's like, it's, it's fun to see the, you know, if you're not staying still or like, you know, resisting or doing the, you know, right. You know, you're being, you, when well, the you gameplay, the game. there was like a circle and you had to keep your, yeah. your dot inside that circle or they would find you. That was a bitch. Yeah. That, that, yeah, it seemed like it was just like bouncing. Oh, ever, like, absolutely. <laughs> and it was easy to go outside that circle. And yeah. if he was, he, she, the nun, any of them were standing near you and they went outside the circle, they found you and he chopped you to pieces. You're dead. Yeah. So that part of it was, was a little difficult and probably, that was the hardest part of the gameplay. The cat and mouse stuff on hiding, you know, as long as you were quiet and, and you didn't make too much noise. Although every time she shut a damn door, I thought, you know, you're too damn loud. She, he's going to hear you yeah. across this whole thing. But she <laughs> never bothered her. She yeah. made as much noise as she wanted to. There was a reference to this game that kind of brought me back to, you know, early PlayStation days when I used to, you know, when I first started playing PlayStation and all that, and there was this game called Clock Tower. Did you ever play any of those? I'm not a PlayStation, so. (laughs) It wasn't a big game anyways. Like, it had a couple sequels and all that, but from what I read that it does take a lot of, I don't think it's by the same people or anybody that made it, but that game had the same style of gameplay it was more of the cat and mouse stuff. Like this, there was a story in there, but and again, this is PlayStation one. So it was really bad and really hard. Cause you're doing cat and mouse basically on a display screen. So it's not like as good as remother looked. And, um, yeah, I, the game was scary though. I remember being very terrified of it. Cause like the way they would do it as this guy, like you're this girl in this clock tower and this guy with giant scissors is chasing you around. Sound and, like the sickle. So. Yeah, and it's like funny because you you don't have like a gun or anything like that. So you're just using just whatever's around you, like pushing doors down, like stuff down, uh, you know, just getting things in the way of this person and figuring out these puzzles throughout the game. Which is almost exactly the same thing. And, and it's like, yeah, it, and that's where they all the stuff I was reading. They're like, it was paying homage to it, or at least referenced a lot from those games and i always remember as a kid too because it was so scary the game sucked i i did not like the game but it was they did very well at scaring you where even when you got through a puzzle and like you uh because you could never like kill the uh the scissor dude i guess whatever his name is but so you'd get to another room but you would always hear this like and, uh, you know, it's like that's kind of like it's the warning would be like the scissor clinking yeah. and like it'd get louder and louder and louder the more you would take time to figure out a puzzle. And then he would bust in and you'd just be like, oh, God. and like now if you look at if we looked at like a gameplay of that, you'd be like, you are such a wuss, Ryan, because it's it doesn't <laughs> no. look good <laughs> when you're when you're a kid. Things are yeah. all I mean, I and that's just audio. I think I think it's just the audio the way they made that audio sound so good because the graphics are well that's why music is vital to any horror i mean yeah it it, it adds to the the whole experience yeah the tension just could build up i mean this game it really wasn't scary it was more creepy and startling yeah i mean it, it it's a good tight story again going you know when we talk about until dawn i like that this was a lot of what until dawn was but in its own way with, you know, what you just explained. The only difference is you really couldn't change your destiny. It, the story yeah, is already made and no you had to go There's no multiple endings yeah. or, like, multiple really playthroughs with this. And, again, there's literally only three, four characters. I mean, and you are yeah, one. I think just four. And you are the only, you know, you're, you're only the main character. Yeah. And um, I do have to say it is funny that... Like she does look like Jodie Foster, and it is very Silence of the Lambs. Besides her being a detective, and I guess serial killers and stuff like that. But well, in a way, an an investigative reporter, which is what Jodie Foster was yeah. in Silence of the Lambs, she is was, kind she of was detective. Not, wasn't she an FBI though? Was she? I thought she was a reporter. I. It's been so long. Maybe I'm wrong. You yeah. could be right. You could be. I think right. she is. But FBI. then you're. Well, then then it makes even more sense that you know. It's, but yeah, she's right. She, the the protagonist looks a lot like Jodie Foster. Yeah, and it's cool because that's like just again paying homage to this whole 
horror aesthetic, you know? I always liked Jodie Foster. I always thought that... Yeah, uh, I mean, Silence of the Lambs is a really good, you know... Well, I thought if they made a good movie on Atlas Shrugged that she should play Danny Taggart. Well, they never did that, so... But <laughs> she would be the one I would want to do it. So oh, okay. I always liked Jodie Foster. Well, why don't we move over to Until Dawn? Because, yeah, I have to appreciate, you know... I had no idea this game existed until you brought it up when we were talking about this episode. And, you know, it didn't blow my socks off or anything, but I was kind of, like, upset that I never knew this existed. And, uh, you know, it's, it is it is a very good game in the same sense of Until Dawn. So since Until Dawn, I think, had more of a, you know, push out and, like, every a lot of people, even, like, non-gamers know what Until Dawn is, I'd definitely say, you know, check out uh, Remother, and it's it's a more like tight game and shorter and you kind of get that same and especially like through the ho- like uh not holidays but through Halloween season it's you know oh it's probably, a good game for Halloween yeah absolutely yeah and it's like ten bucks now and well, it's like un- something you can until just, dawn for me is the same thing I never heard of it until you told me yeah and then when I watched it I'm like damn it I want to play this damn yeah. game it's <laughs> so much better than Remother I mean it. It's different. It honestly I mean. kicks Remother's ass, in my opinion. I mean, I like Remother, please. I'm not trying to say Remother is bad, but Until Dawn was just so, so much better. So, yeah, we'll get, we'll just jump into Until Dawn then. So, would you, um, what were your kind of first thoughts of it getting into it as a newcomer to it? I didn't like the. I only I only saw one playthrough, so this is only yeah. What so I saw. we're gonna flip the script as when I played. Well, when I watched Remother, DJ is the Remother, you know, master of this because he played it and was bringing this to the table for this uh, special horror filled episode of the, our video game talk talk today. But um, you know, I played until dawn, and DJ just kind of went through the, like the YouTube routes of that. So we're kind of looking at it from that aspect as a watcher but again with these games they are movies basically you well, this know? one definitely was a very long movie yeah i mean it was definitely cinematic and that's why i think it was so much better there was so much more to it uh, i they i even think the storyline was better i mean that, once again not saying my mother was bad it's just that un, until dawn was so much better well, and the, there was just more to it and again they flushed out so and there were so many more characters well and i did like and, what, what i thought was better was a the multiple endings yeah and i always i got i have this thing for for ethics and ethics is choices and the and the choices in this game that's, determines, all, that's the whole point yes, of the game. <laughs> it's so it is a it is a moral story whether you like it or not it's a moral story and uh, i'm drawn to those games so there is the major reason why I think uh, Until Dawn was just so, so much better. Um, and once again, it, it touched on both the mental um, health issue and as well as the sex issue. They were both in there and, and as being the real monsters. So, I mean, there are other tropes too, but those were the two main ones that, that jumped out to me. Yeah. And Until Dawn, if anyone hasn't played it, is basically about these group of kids that have gone to this ski lodge thing and in the past they played a prank on these two friends of theirs that went very bad (laughs) and these two friends die and they go to this cabin and a bunch of this spooky crazy serial killer stuff starts to happen and they basically find out that one of their friends is behind it all because it's the girl's brother and then even more crazy stuff with uh, Indian barrel grounds and Wendigos. I, I think that's how they're pronounced. But uh, yeah, then it just becomes basically like a monster fest. And um, yeah, you're just trying to get out alive. If whoever you well, you said that Celeste was uh, in Remothered. Well, Beth was in Until Dawn. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which play <laughs> playthrough did you watch? <laughs> did she survive or die? <laughs> no, there were the, there's two sisters. They both died. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Beth is one of the sisters. All right. I yes. see. With this, I almost with like my notes and stuff. I wanted to write down everybody's name, but there's like so many characters yeah, and some true. that don't even matter. But um, yeah. The one I the playthrough I watched, only one person died. Okay. B- but that's like so with this game. 
it's all pick and choose, you know, like this is literally the choose your own adventure type game because you are given these like short term, uh, do you go this way? Do you do this? Or do you help this person? Do you kill this person? Do you like, it's all these, um, just quick action, quick time event. That's what they're called. Quick time events. That's the, uh, the gamer term for these things. And there's even like a thing in this where you can actually don't, you shouldn't move your controller. So you actually aren't supposed to play a video game in a video game is the best option. <laughs> yeah. In the beginning with killing that bird, you could have killed it. And then they said the best option is not to, not to do anything. But even like at the end too, with when you're like confronted with a lot of the Wendigos and all that stuff, since they're, you know, after you by movement, there's all those points where it's just like they're after you and you're like, don't touch your controller. And it's, it's like, can you really not move? So that was that triangle <laughs> that was on that blue triangle was yeah, you're not supposed to touch the, your controller. That's the middle of the, um, uh, it's technically the mid- the middle of the PlayStation 4 controller, you know, so they're like, set it down. Because that's, like, what keeps the motion in oh, it. Oh, shit. So they're they're basically saying, like, I did not know it. that watching it. I, I just thought it meant stand still. That's what they were doing, stand still. Yeah. Now, now you learn something. But um, I, I like Until Dawn a lot because, again, it, it is visual, vis, visually appealing, you know, where the, the motion capture was such a big thing with this. And... I, I mean, the PlayStation 4, this wasn't like a opening game for PlayStation 4, but this was one of those just, you know, it's 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 exclusive, as we talked about, but it's not one of these big games that, you know, is a uh, online game or something that's going to have a long legacy or anything like that, but it brought gamers and other just non-gamers to it because it was actually like a party game because you could like have people over and play this game and it's like watching a movie and you could all experience you know you could pass around the controller it's not like there is any skill to it and you could figure out through this story like what would happen and it looks really cool it's really funny and stupid and you know it's like all these silly horror movie tropes of the generations and all. It also that. reminded me of the Predator too. Now that you think of that, with the, uh, with the, the the monsters that they found. Yeah, the Wendigo. Yeah, yeah they the way that they heat, you, they could see the heat. Yeah, yeah. That reminded they, me exactly of the Predator. It's very, you're right. That is definitely Predator. And instead of heat vision, it was like motion. So. Okay, but it looked like it looked heat exactly the same. The same like filter was on it, but yes. um, the way I thought this this game was really cool too is because it went from the typical um like teen trope stuff where it's just you know these kids in a well it's not haunted but well, I guess it is but, it's creepy <laughs> yeah and you're these like you know stereotypical teens just hanging out and crazy stuff is happening and then they go through the whole there's just a lot of twists and turns in this that keeps the story going you know for a good long while from you think there's a serial killer after you and then you realize it's your friend then you actually run into actual monsters that are haunting the thing and the whole trick that started this whole thing with them pranking the two girls and they become the monsters that they obviously didn't plan or even the brother didn't plan that becomes what they are and they're the actual enemy so it's like the ultimate um revenge story you know in a way the monster was also bullying because they were kind of bullies to the the two girls at the beginning so in a way that was another monster that showed up Mm -hmm. and and then even the brother that's trying to you know all these kids are all assholes anyways they're all really bad people and the brother well no i don't Really? You think all of them were? Oh, most of them The were. one girl that was the best friend of the two girls, I thought she was okay. She was seemed okay. Maybe uh, it got by me, but I, she seemed like yeah. the one to like to me. Most of them were bad. Yeah, because, like, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, she would be fine, but that's the thing. It's like I forget all the, the all their names are so the, generic, Okay, too. the brunette was definitely, oh, yeah. uh, uh, well, Josh wasn't that the brother? 
Yeah, Josh was the one. Yeah, he was the brother. Okay, so. the brunette was definitely, she was a bitch. There's yeah. no doubt about it. She was gone. And her original boyfriend was also, although he did change towards the end. Yeah, he tried it, to be the action hero. Yeah, yeah, end. but in the beginning, he, he, he was a dick. Yeah, so. he was just trying to get laid. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then his new girlfriend he brought, she brought, she was a bitch too. So you're right. A lot of them were, were, were bad people. Um. But still, it was it was a good game, and I yeah, liked all the twists. Yeah, it's fun. And, it's, and, and there's a lot of cool scenes. You and know? well, you brought up that mother had remothered had this mansion with a big that was expansive. Well, this was even more. It, it had the mansion, but it also had a sort of like an insane asylum. Yeah, and, this and had like a layout because it went into so you know, much more. You had the ski lodge, and then you had the lodge, and then the lodge went into. Yeah, like a sewer, and you went to an insane asylum, and you went into all like it got way deeper and deeper, and other layers of this mountain that you were on that had so much shit to it that was just really cool and really it really really made you feel exploring in a linear game, which is cool because you know coming from you know we're fans of The Witcher where it wasn't quite open world, but it was as close to it as it could be without being that. At least I'm not running around the same house for six hours, True. you know. And True. that could been this that could have been this game. And uh it's just cool how they made that where and that's I, I think both of these games actually touch on this a lot where you're they and this is why they're video games and not just movies, because they still have a good idea of keeping a player entertained playing the game. Because that's even like when we were talking about with this, where it's like the first time I played this game since even though I didn't understand it fully, I was just going to let it ride. I was going to, whatever my decision is, I'm not worried about it because I'm supposed to pick what I think should be done at the moment, at the ga- as the game is supposed to be played. I'm not worried about getting the high score or the ultimate ending if that is a thing. And obviously, I didn't do too well. <laughs> you know, a lot of people died. And when... I talked to other people that I knew that played this game, you know, they're like, Oh, you know, everyone can stay alive. And you know, that person didn't have to die. I'm like, I kind of like that person. You know, they, (laughs) they, 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 I didn't think, I didn't think they should have gone out that way. It's like, Oh, you should have said the other thing. And it's kind of the fun thing about that, which is the whole point of this is to replay it. And, um, you know, not figure out, but, just see the other ways well, that so can many, be done. It's a game that you can play over and over again if you're yeah. honest about it and didn't cheat, you know, didn't memorize things, and you could have multiple outline, out, outcomes. I guess my version was racist because the black kid was the one that died. <laughs> he was, you know, the token black guy, right? You know? <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, it's – I just – I even think the story, too, even – for how with the characters and stuff, you know, whoever dies and lives, that's that's kind of irrelevant to what the actual story is because I thought it was cool that they had this whole brother revenge story that all these people were assholes that killed his sisters and well, well scared them and had him run away, but I, I wouldn't really say they killed them. It was like a manslaughter type deal. In Do you a really lot think of ways. that was manslaughter? Really? I if I was on a jury, yeah. I would say no. Because they The didn't... prank they played on No, the it was no, it was mean. mean. Yeah. It was mean. There's I mean, no doubt as, about it. As coming from somebody that doesn't like bullying, they bullied the hell out of those they did. to their death. But still, I don't think bullying is a capital offense, not no, even a manslaughter offense. No I don't know how I would they feel didn't have to if run I out was of the house. part of that. And, and if they never ran they out of the house. Yeah. yeah. If they never ran out of the house, then there's no death. So I really think they had a lot of culpability, the two girls, in their own death. Um, and they even thought the story were blaming the brother. And I don't even think the brother had that much culpability. And they were saying you could, she could have saved them. Yes and no. I mean, because maybe had she, he tried to save them, then those Winnegos, whatever they were, would have got him. Because there was one that was near there. And that was the kind of clue that told me that it wasn't the brother all along. Because yeah. that little thing. But regardless... Um, I just don't. I don't think that they were guilty of any murder or even manslaughter. They were guilty of being mean and spoiled brats and jerks and bullies. There's no thought about that. But they weren't guilty of any capital crime. It, it, no, they obviously didn't. They didn't get punished by anybody. So. They shouldn't have been. 
I mean, they didn't, they, 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 they were kids and it, and it turned out bad. Yes. But it, it wasn't like they were playing Russian roulette. Yeah. You know, and then that, that I can understand, but th- this once again, had, they had, I, I don't know which one was bad. The first one with the glasses or the other one, but had they not ran out of the house, n- nothing would have happened. No death would have happened. So the two girls were just as much responsible as the rest of them but they were still bullies and you're right they were jerks and it's just a cool story that i almost wish they could tighten this up into a movie so you don't have to go through a let's play to watch not even that's a bad thing but yeah you know six oh, it definitely could have been time. a movie and it could have been two movies yeah I mean, and yeah it, it's but because it's a cool idea that it turns into this you know like it, it's 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 very tropey but again i've never seen it really in any horror movie where it's just like this uh you know these kids fuck with these other kids and they obviously end up dying and the brother comes back to do all this you know revenge type stuff but he's like trying to like mess with them but he actually has problems and then these monsters come and it's all about where they started all this all these problems and it becomes this whole you know, unreal actual horror movie because there's these monsters that are going to kill and eat them without any remorse. Well, what did you think of the, uh, um, the stranger psychiatry? Sessions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool because it's, um, when you're listening to those, since they're like taken out of the context of the story, it's like, you're trying to like understand who he's talking to and you're, because you don't know that it's the brother for like the long longest well, time. Well, I knew it had to be one of them yeah, from the beginning, course. and then yeah. as it went through, you kind of figured out that it, it ended up being Josh. Even before he showed his face, I kind of figured out it was Josh, especially when he went through the pictures and he pointed to him Josh that he liked. Yeah, but uh, that was one big huge clue. But um, although maybe, it, could you choose either one of the men won the game? I didn't play the game, so I don't remember. Could you have chosen the other person? When you remember, he was going through the pictures and, and the, the psychiatrist saying, "Who do you like of those two? And and you would have to choose between one or two. Do, do, could you choose Josh, or was that automatic? I can't remember. Well, I mean, it's been a while, but uh, maybe it was a choice, and then that cause blows my theory. It's actually away if it funny was. to <laughs> with all the uh, decisions you make, like. Josh has to die. He's actually one character that's kind of outside of the circle of the friends. He's like. I guess technically not part of because he is the monster. He's the one that's yes. mentally ill. So. But it's like you can save him, but he still will get killed by his sister, like with the the Wendigo or whatever. Like when she finds him. Well, okay. Here's a the, I don't is only one of them actually of the Wendigo because yeah. I thought one, one's dead. And one's the dead. One, and the, the head fell off of the one. Yeah. So it was the original girl who was scared who was trying to strip in the beginning that's yep. the girl who ends up being there okay yeah that's, yeah, what I thought that's the was. one that they were obviously messing with, yes yes so, and um yeah and it's just yeah the the game is it just was a family affair <laughs> yeah is that a rush song no <laughs> it's not like you're throwing that pun in there but i'm like rush would never uh probably name that a song <laughs> no no but on the bonsai chat that is a rush song right uh yeah it's <laughs> When are you gonna sing a rush? What are you gonna have Tom Sawyer be the opening? Then you're gonna impress me. I do gotta put that in there. <laughs> That'll be the uh, that should be the outro, just like boom. That would be a great one too. <laughs> Until next time, I'd be impressed. <laughs> but back to the, the, the game. Yeah, no. Um, and the kills for Until Dawn, which Remother had a lot of the, they had a lot of cool kills with you know getting caught and all that stuff. And you know, there's there's not much you can do, like you said, with like all the stuff with the um. Uh, you know, like the game the basically game you have to play. Yeah, it's like you know, with uh, until dawn, it's basically you just pick the wrong way. That is death. There's no wiggling out of it. And there's just, and that's like with horror movie stuff with you know crazy people like me that like seeing that shit. But it's cool to see in some of the um, just ways that they did that and stuff. Even with like the one that is pretty big that ends up being like a fake with. Um, uh, Josh's character, you know, when he gets sliced, supposed up. to be get sliced. Yeah, you know, and like, could you have chosen the other one, and and that person got killed, or was that part of the? No, because it's it's like a fake. Okay. So, and I think it like stops or something like that. So but, without playing it, I never know what's a choice and what isn't totally. So yeah, and because that's like 
the whole thing with him being like the uh the killer he he wasn't killing like his the, all the guns and stuff were fake and all that like his guns like there's other well, real had guns later in it. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and he also got stabbed with scissors. And for being stabbed with scissors, he was still pretty damn mobile. I would yeah, have been out with that. That would not be fun. Yes. And uh, <laughs> there's this one video uh, that I watched with it that they made a funny uh, kind of like observation that when the one girl that's played by um, uh, Hayden, what's her name? Hayden, I have it down here. Hayden Panatera, I think that's her name. She's in Heroes. You never saw that? No, I didn't watch yeah. Heroes. There's like a bunch of blondes in this, but she's she's an actual like actress and stuff. Which one is it, she, are we talking about? She's here? the one that like takes the bath and stuff and gets like attacked by. Oh, she was. I thought she was the nice one. She is. She's yeah. like kind of like the main, like the main character. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Say. Okay. But they like had this funny joke. That's that, another thing too. She's walking around in that damned towel that's, and yeah. it never <laughs> falls. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She even goes through like a cross space. Yes. It's like exactly how you would be walking around. It's like I step by the shower with the towel. It one step the thing falls. Yeah. She goes through an entire mansion. She and gets chased nothing. by a serial yes. you know, like a killer. Nothing. It's like <laughs> it doesn't even blow open. Yeah, or it gets dirty. It doesn't even make it, sense. No, it does get dirty a little bit at the end. But still, the point is it's and then when has she been cold? It was wintertime. Oh, yeah. It wasn't in Canada. I mean, and she's oh, yeah. in a was, towel. Yeah, they're in like a lodge, you know. Yeah, it's like so, that probably doesn't have the best insulation. I'm sure that there wasn't heat in the, that place at the time. There's no. That, she, they uh, were that's bitching why she took f- a, you know, took a hot bath. Yeah. So, so oh my gosh, this is that that part of it just made no sense. Yeah. And uh, Josh, she's played by. Uh, uh, Rami Malek, you know, he did... Uh, I've seen him before. Yeah, he's a Mr. Robot, and he did um, the new Queen movie. He was uh, lead singer Queen. Um, can't believe I'm getting Freddie Mercury? Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he's that. He played Freddie Mercury? Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, he's got the big teeth, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same he actor. He pulled that off well. And this was, you know, this was one of his first, like, not roles, I would say. I'm sure he did a bunch of other actual TV and movies and stuff, but... Him playing the motion capture of this was very early in his career, I would say. And, um, yeah, because I, I just think it's funny looking back on that since he is, you know, especially when he, he gets killed and all that. It's just, like, funny to see that uh, cut scene. So, but, yeah, it, it, that's where this is different from, like, Remother, where they had these actual actors in it. And the uh, the doctor, too, he's um, – Oh, yeah, I remember, he would look Peter, familiar, too. Storming, he was in Big Lebowski and Fargo and all that stuff. Um, he's always like that weird guy. Yes, uh, he's one of the killers in Fargo. If you've seen that, but no, you ever seen Fargo? No. <laughs> Big Lebowski, you would like Big Lebowski. No, no, the Big Lebowski, I've seen parts of that. I, didn't, I never really got me to watch the whole damn thing through. He's one of the because it kind of pissed me off at the beginning of that movie, especially when um. Like, like they pee in the carpet or something yeah, like that. Yeah. No, He's that, one of those guys, I think. Yeah, it does, that doesn't surprise me. But yeah, I watched some of that, and I also got the reference in in Marvels when he says "get out, get out of the way, Lebowski." When uh, oh Thor, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was, but he looked just like him. I yeah, even said when I was dude, in, yeah. when I was at the theater, I said he looked just like the big Lebowski. And then Tony Stark runs by and says, "Get out of the way, Lebowski." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was perfect timing, but. You know, that's they had obviously, you know, big acting in this in this game, which I think too with it this will and we can wrap this up after this, but I think this is what Until Dawn does really well because they actually have actually named actors. You know, it's always very wary when you get that in um in video games and stuff, especially when they're like motion capture, so they're using their appearance. So it's like, of course, you're gonna get this hot chick and well, this guy. Wasn't it the same with uh, the Star Wars? Yeah, and I mean, it's not always the greatest, and and it's just. Well, other than I kept saying seeing Joker when I was playing. Yeah, but... I don't know. I I think it's just it doesn't happen too often, but most of the times it's. I just think it's always just. It's either just like a cash grab or like to get something. Like, it's it's. To me, like it doesn't always land well, and I think well, this one done, did. It worked on this yeah. one. Yeah, and and actually like acting, that. and it was good. Yeah, and it's like what they would do in a movie, except it's just a video game. So there wasn't really any like difference. I'm to sure it. they had to act those scenes out. I'm yeah. sure they were actually acting, so it was kind well, they of did movie motion capture to it. Yeah, obviously, but you still so. had to act 
doing that. So that's my point. Yes. Well, and I'm just saying they're not taking their their self, like their image. They're basically how, how do I explain it? But it's like they're not. They weren't riding off their coattails with this. They were just doing. It seemed like they really wanted to do this for what they were offered. They weren't just doing this because they were the hot shit of yeah. the you know movies well, and they, TV they took it and seriously and, and yeah. as they should so because yeah, i mean it, like it, to come in like to have these people come to you and be like we're gonna make this horror movie game that's like I mean, it's pretty ridiculous but uh you know would you want to do this and i i think it's cool that they were picked and that they chose to do it so and and did it very well like yeah. i said it's i think it expands their acting chops I yeah mean, good yeah. for them it's experience i think and they they really pulled it off all of them did i i i never you can use it when any story novel i don't care movie if you get taken out of the story you know there's something wrong that never happened with me with until dawn yeah except the stupid um episodic uh, um, previously on Until Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, they always <laughs> Didn't try I just to do play, that. I'm thinking, did I just play this? Wouldn't I know what just happened? Yeah. Well, again, this is like, since it's not like remothered, you can step away from it, you know, and uh, come back to it. But so. I still would know what happened. I, did, I don't need that kind of reminder. Yeah, That's more for that an deep. audience than yeah. it is for a uh, the, the playing it, because you're, you're intimately involved with your playing it. At least that's the way it came off to me. Even for this, you know like six eight hour you know i guess it's like six or seven hour but it's like i think this game is definitely done where you you should play it in like one sit through you know so it's like maybe you don't do that your first time around but i think if you know for your second playthrough you should like prepare to be like all right let's let's sit this one out and see who doesn't die who does die and um, yeah, it's just a really fun, you know, Halloween game and all that. That's a great game. And I'm actually jealous I couldn't play it. The the well, we'll have to set that up or something. But with this one thing though, because I think we mentioned it uh, prior to this, but I like this uh, this company that does this stuff, and they made another game that's again, it's it's scary, but it's not until dawn. It's called something else. I I don't give a shit to even bring up, but. They made another Until Dawn game, and it's a VR roller coaster simulator. So, again, you can't play it because it's first person, and it's on a roller coaster. So I'm like, why would you take this franchise, if you want to call it that, but, like, why would you want to take this game that was so good and so of its kind, you know, of, like, this horror movie aesthetic, and then just put it on a roller coaster where monsters are just jumping out at you and you... Again, it's like a VR poll, but I was like so upset when I like saw it, and I'm like, Ugh, "This is so stupid." It's just such a cash grab, you know. Someone had to present that as an idea, and worse than that, someone had to approve it. Yeah, and again, it's probably like an hour long game, like, and it has no right. It's a cash. It's grab. like no character. I I don't know. I never played it. Maybe it's amazing. Maybe it's like the best game in the entire world. But I'm sure it's. A, big pile of dog shit so (laughs) (laughs) sounds like it yeah and it's just funny to think if you see this game and then you see the second one and it's a roller coaster simulator and you're like what like how do you go from there to there (laughs) but it's uh, like sequel sucks yeah most of them godfather 2 is good what's that godfather 2 is good but all other sequels exactly well and you know it's like remother seems like they have a actual continuation to the story and whatever that is since you know we don't know but it seems like they just continue with what they're trying to like flush out with this. Story. I hope it'll be as good as the first one. We'll, we'll if they jump on a roller out. coaster, I'm <laughs> going to call you up and be like, what the fuck is this? But, but yeah, these two games, I think it's nice that we put them into one episode here since they do have a lot of similarities. They're playing on a lot of horror tropes of horror movies and just horror in general. And um, yeah, it's, it's something that you don't have to be a hardcore gamer to play. And you can actually play it with a bunch of people because it is kind of like an experience more than like, oh, I need to, you know, level up and well, stuff You can like with that. Until Dawn. Yeah, you can play with a bunch of people. Of the two, Until Dawn's better, but I still recommend Remothered. It's a it's a good game. Yeah. Both of them are good. They're both a win-win, I would yeah, say. So. I agree. Yeah, and um, I, I don't really have much for the Bonsai Drop because I'm not even going to break to that segment. I'm just going to say have a happy Halloween since this is basically our Halloween episode. And, uh, yeah, do you have anything uh, to plug or wrap up with this, DJ? Uh, You can come listen to the Plus Ultra, My Hero 
Academia podcast. I always want to say Academy. I don't know why, but it will be Academy one day. <clears throat> oh, it is an Academy, but regardless, uh, yeah. And check out me, Ryan, and my daughter Autumn, and we go over uh, my hero. So yeah, it's great. It's a podcast. fun podcast. Yeah. It really is. We especially the last two episodes. I really had a good time recording those two episodes. So please come over, check us out um, on Twitter on instagram on yahoo facebook and then on anchor so just about anywhere yeah check out the podcast and check us out over on bonsai chat on instagram and twitter just at bonsai chat check out youtube i've been doing the bonsai beats i just got a devil may cry music one that i just put out that i'm really proud of and i got some more coming up that i'm excited for that are gonna be fun since you know sadly we're done with the uh you know spooky time of the year but I got, I got some good ideas. Your bonsai up. beats are really good. Thank I'm you. Impressed. Thank you. They yeah. really are. It's just you know, what's more fun than talking about awesome music and other things that you can mix into that? We'll have to put Rush in there. That nothing would be more fun. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, we'll be back for another bonsai chat soon. And um, you know, until next time, I'm Tom Sawyer, and uh, this is DJ. <laughs> and I'm riding my red butt shadow. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.